forever. Dog. Race chaser. like that it's a good damn thing i don't mean what you say yes. hey buddy beautiful hey that's, hey, that's me hello 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 and welcome hey, back to race chaser, race chaser class a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. What My name's Alaska. Place? What is yours? Hello, I'm Willow. My name's Alaska from season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Um, who won that Proudly season? Proudly representing your season five, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race alumna from the final three. My name is Alaska, hailing from the great state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> How did you do that to your voice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Pennsylvania. That's, that's our natural speaking voice. This oh. is all fake. This is This is all fake my whole life. No, not not everything. I've been watching you on the on the television, and um, you are remarkably like the same. You're like the same person from back then. Um, uh, I, well, okay. I mean, I, mean, I, I take so. that as a compliment. Yeah, I, like you know. like personality wise, not like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I guess I didn't I, know you on the show. I don't think really, but um, you seem consistent. I strive to I strive to be, but I also have grown a lot and I also have grown up a lot and um my better uh, wigs. My fa- uh yes, definitely different better wigs, wigs. Different wigs. Def- right. I mean there's there's something there. Uh that wasn't there before and that's that's for sure. <laughs> um, I want to take a second to talk to you about Juvederm. Juvederm XL. Now this is the RuPaul roast, so don't get the Juvederm too close to the to the roast. Go to uh, Juvederm.com/slash/drag. No, we wish. Okay, we and if anyone wish. knows a rep or anyone who wants to have them as an official uh-huh. sponsor, we would be happy to try it out if we had to. Or Restylane, I mean- or like Sunoco, or Exxon Valdez, <laughs> like. What, whatever's whatever's whatever feels creamy that day and smooth. Nothing chunky. Yeah, um, no. Get yeah. out the rolling. Pin. Otherwise, we'll have to get the hair dryer and the blow the uh the rolling pin. Get um, out. Roll the sill. Roll so, it. Why don't you tell us what happened in the last in last week's episode? Last week, the girls did their makeup in the dark. Um, and then they did As the per can usual. I, mm-hmm, they did the can I get an amen with the where my people at. Um, uh-huh. Miss Coco thought that there was bamboozlement afoot with Detox doing the assignments. Mm-hmm. Ivy won. Coco and Jade had to lip sync. Jade went home. And Michelle offers uh, the sage advice uh, that clicks are bad. No. Clicks are and, dangerous. And uh, reads Jinx on the runway for her mismatch of looks. But um, after the lip sync, Coco stays to fight another day. And honestly, this just feels like they're gearing up to a Coco Alyssa face-off. Most of this season, now now that it's down to this, it's, you know... It's mounting to that, definitely. Yeah. 
Um, the lipstick message from mm-hmm. Jade reads, go for it. Cheers to my fish, fabulous, and fierce sisters. I love you, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Jade of it all. Gone but not forgotten. Uh, Jade we of love, it all. We love Jade Jolie very much. Um, yes. We're chatting in the workroom afterward, and, and Coco and Alaska have not won any challenges yet. Um, and Alaska is struggling with being a supporting character, and she wants to be Alaska. She doesn't want to be part of Alaska Talks. Yeah, so when you walk into the workroom, mm-hmm. I mean, this was basically your resignation from Alaska Talks, and then the next day... I served papers. Y- y'all walked in, and I mean, I thought it was two weeks, but you wouldn't even say Alaska Talks the next day. You didn't no. even give them the two weeks. You just said, no, I'm I done. didn't. As I per said, my last circle back, that. bitch. Listen, I, you know, I've always been told as an as an actor, I take direction very well, and the directors of the show were telling me don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, we're not going to do that shit. You, I take erections very well. <laughs> yes. Is that a J. Yeah. Jolie laugh? Oh my god, you're so. Uh, it's crazy. Is um, it four? I, I think it's three, Can and then a lilt it? on the end. Can you play it? <laughs> it's four. Four. <laughs> Three and a half. Um, I, I think it's, I th- I think it's incredibly talk. telling that they tell you to do one thing, and mm-hmm. then you do it the next episode, and, you know, you reap the rewards of it, which you'll see later uh, if we ever get past this fucking timer Perhaps. or this first section. <laughs> so this first video message of the day comes from RuPaul, and it says... <laughs> oh. Hey, queens, it's feeding time. So if you've got beef, it's time to start slinging sass and serving insults. But Mm. never, ever let them see you choke. (coughs) Squeak, squeak. squeak. Oh! I didn't expect to see her here. I know. RuPaul walks right into the workroom, uh, and we get a mini challenge today. One of the best mini challenges there is... Uh, this was before Betsy DeVos was in charge, so the library was open. <laughs> she was very open. This is one of the the funniest reading challenges. You had a lot of strong girls, and even the unstrong girls were still funny. Um, yeah. Detox reads her best friend the only way that a best friend could, and, and calls Roxy <laughs> Boxy Mandrews. <laughs> she celebrates her weight loss. She gives her her sister props, and then she says, yeah. "But um, no," which is what every sister should do. It's how it always works best. It's like compliment, compliment, eviscerating read, twist. That's yeah, always, always the best way to do it. Coco for Alyssa. She just says, "Alyssa Edwards, never mind," and that really uh, that says it all. Really shorter, louder, shorter, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ivy said that Coco is using Tang for her highlight. Yeah, which, Tang was... is just such a good comedy word. Tang. <laughs> Ivy was really nervous. Like her voice was like wavering as she was saying oh, bless. it. Like, like it was an it was an accurate. It was an accurate read, but I think if she backed it up a little more, it, it would have been stronger. Yeah, um, um, you have the wonderful th- uh, way of calling detox underaged parts. Um, you said it's something all illegal. Moving parts. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, I believe that's a Joan Rivers joke. I don't know. I mean, I steal everything from everywhere, but I think that's a Joan Rivers joke or or a 
a takeoff of a Joan Rivers joke. And um, and then I say, Eliza Edwards, Miss Gay US of A. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, <laughs> which was like, this was still so sensitive to when Coco did that, and Eliza. When did that happen to them? 2005, 2004? I don't know, but it was still very sensitive. It was like they were allowed to talk about it. But none of the other girls were allowed. We were not allowed to talk about it. So that really got the room going. The fact that I went there with her. You really, really went there. Oh, yeah. She really, really went there. <laughs> Can you believe she said that to me? Um, were there any reads that didn't make the cut that you thought were especially amazing? Yeah, I was really proud of um, all of my reads. I don't. Fuck. I can't. I can't remember any, but I think there's like I think they might can't be on remember. YouTube. Can't remember. I think there might be like additional clips on YouTube, so maybe oh. we can like dig that up and post that. Because I was Gay, very proud of my reads. Miss Gay America was 2010. Oh, okay, hmm. yeah. So, was, so I this think it was kind of recent, right? They well they they filmed in 2000 summer of 2012. Y'all filmed so so it was. Pretty fresh. Two years. I mean, yeah. The the I mean, rain there was another. One there year was already so. another girl in the crown. Yes, but they obviously hadn't fully, you know, put it behind them. As I we think, it's hard for a drag next. queen to move past drama without fighting about it first. At least a couple of good brawls on television. Uh, well, if there's a camera crew, it's our responsibility <laughs> to fight about it. Agreed. Um, the winner of the mini challenge is Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. what did you win? You won the right to choose the running order for the Maxi <laughs> Challenge show. Yes, which I was then penalized for my choices. So I mean, I guess, the, you like know. the walk around them saying, "Well, you have a lot of blah 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 blah." It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But this maxi challenge, this is a fantastic maxi challenge. It's the RuPaul Roast, sponsored by Absolute Vodka, Absolute Outrageous, Citron Mandarin. They make the world a fruitier place. And um, RuPaul says no one is safe at a roast. And we have to come up with jokes that are about RuPaul, but also the judges and all the other divas. Uh, and we get a coaching session with Nadia Ginsburg, Devin Green, and Bruce Valanche, all fabulous guests. Yeah, we were funny. so juiced and excited about this. Yeah. Truly. I mean, every, everybody's done Devin Green's Welcome to My Home at some point. Oh, it, it's a staple. Yeah. And um, Nadia is known for uh, doing her share, her Madonna, her Golden um, Girls pop ups. Like she's she's all over town doing stuff, being funny. Yeah, on she's things. legitimately so fucking hilarious. And Bruce Valanche uh, is just you know comedy writer to the stars. And I hear he Hollywood does Bette Square. Midler's tweets, and that's why she's funny. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard once. I want so to do my tweet. <laughs> um, so this running order, you put yourself first, which I mean makes sense because you're such a great opener. Um, did you have pre-planned stuff? Like, did you have a book of jokes that you brought with you when you came there? You know, I didn't. But uh, w- once I sat down and like started writing it, it sort of came mm-hmm. really easily. But I didn't go into it with any bits right written. Like, I know a lot of the girls nowadays they go in with. All right, I have a rap about myself pre-written, so whatever they give me, 
I can just plug it in if I, you know, which is smart. I did not have any of that. Um, but you know, we did a good job with it. I put myself first and as I was watching it, I was like, it's actually kind of in this setting, it is kind of an advantage because you don't have to worry about that. Oh, the other girls did a joke that was similar to mine. So like, I can't do I can't do that joke now. That's true. Which happens anytime. You know this, you've done roast and I was just sitting there. I think it was the Heclina roast. And I was last in the lineup, so I was just, oh, well, there's one. Okay. Oh, can't do that one. Somebody just. So it is kind of good to go first, but why don't we take a break and we'll see how this turns out. Okay. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely incredible or anime and under this mask is another mask (laughs) you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel eat stress-free this spring with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options including popular options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie also you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on the go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long what are you waiting for get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals the factor meals were so great i love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste and the food delicious my Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. <laughs> Got it. 
well, we come back and we see Alyssa Edwards is really cracking herself. A young, up. a young Don Knotts. She is and the Apple Bottom Gang, the star of her own hilarious one woman comedy hour and and, it's, like, and that oh one God. woman comedy hour is already in syndication in her head that's oh how wonderful it is yeah. she oh, yeah. she is cracking her shit up and oh girl i can't do this oh and girl, and then she she much. says she says the joke oh and it's not a joke because jokes have structure and format this is um <laughs> and are funny yeah uh, usually um they they have an element of humor this is more of an observation yeah which she delivers um <laughs> Amusingly, from the cracked out nights in your early career to the cracking Cracked of your voice, voice at every, at every live, live performance. performance. The and- gag that she would say that to RuPaul, even as a joke, and then say, and these fucking judges, this is the best you can get. And then they give her her own show. <laughs> <laughs> and well. Detox and I just look at Alyssa and we're like, just stone faced. Oh, Detox's eyes said everything. Everything it needed girl, to. We, How does girl. the music sound when they underscore this? The goofy. The hapless. The goofy, curious Dumbo music. Yeah. 100%. Um, the walkthroughs is actually helpful because Michelle um, l- takes no prisoners and leaves no man yeah. left unturned. And she looks beautiful. Uh, and she's giving good she advice. Does. She's saying, this isn't funny. Blah 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 blah. Uh, she did tell you that your uh, your move to put yourself first wasn't the best. It wasn't the best idea. Um, oh, are you trying to be Miss Congeniality? Or I mean, I <laughs> I don't I don't know if she's ever done a lineup. I get I and at the Blue Moon, I always opened the show, so it was. I like going first too, so you can get drunk. Change yeah. your hair by the end instead of rushing to put on a little turnting outfit for curtain call. Put me yeah. first. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. First impression. It sets the tone. I mean, if I was trying to be strategic about it, I probably could have put Jinx first. And she would have been wigs. a great opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put myself like you know after Alyssa because oh yeah, Jinx's opening at Haters Roast was always really really good. Yeah, yeah. But usually you know, like thirty seven minutes too. I I was trying right exactly. That's the whole first act. I was trying to to be uh, judicious with everyone, and I was trying to be fair, and um, and I honestly liked going first, so that's why I put myself there. New drag name, Judy Dishes. <laughs> Judy, Judy Dishes. Judy Dishes. <laughs> Judy Dishes. Um, what, so the auto-tune is obviously like a, a running theme joke through this. Um, uh, yeah. Roxy was talking about it, and Michelle says, well, you got to listen. If someone else doing that, why is it funny? And she's trying to pull the jokes out of Roxy. But yeah. um, uh, it's it's not working so much, and Ivy's struggling too. Your page is empty, uh, literally. So, like, so what? You're gonna make fun of RuPaul's amazing gowns? That's I, I, that's not funny. Sewing is not funny. <laughs> Sewing jokes are not gonna work. And you Damn. you think if like, and when the pressure gets on, asking me the same question, what's funny? Tell a joke. Blah blah blah. It's not gonna come any quicker. Like, why are you still here? Go talk to another bitch and then circle back, honey. Like, yeah. I wish Ivy just would have said, honey, what do you want from me? You know I'm going to go home in an episode or two. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Michelle debates with Alyssa about what reading is versus what a joke is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and um, Alyssa doesn't really. Alyssa just wants to say rude things to you know to the dais when she's awake. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it has to have like some kind of zing and humor to it, which I don't. I don't. I don't think she was fully like getting there. I think she grasps that comedy comes from pain, but she doesn't know why. And if you don't know the why, like right. it's just painful for the audience who's right. trying to enjoy comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michelle, and, let's go ahead. Well, Jinx is having a nap. Um, she's having a narcoleptic episode, and Roxy is letting her sleep. She's like, "Sorry, girl." <laughs> I went to dinner with Shangela once, and she fell asleep at the table, and I just let her sleep. <laughs> I took pictures. It's we'll hard post that to be on Race there. Chaser Pod. Yeah, don't Girl. don't try to don't try to fall asleep or get a moment's notice away from the dolls at all. We will mm-hmm. get you. We will we will get you and got you very get, quickly. Get y'all together. Did the did the coaching on the main stage offer you any insight into your performance that day? And was it the same yes. day or was it later that day? <laughs> Sorry, was that was the same, same day. day. <laughs> it was the same day, and. Yes, it was fantastic. I mean, these are three great comedic minds. And I don't think they were doing the thing where it's like they have an earpiece in that telling them to give this person a hard time or that or whatever. I think they were just literally listening to our our material and saying, okay, that kind of works. You could take this farther. And that's a great resource. These three comedic individuals, it was a gift to get to do that. Um, Love gifts. Coaching session. Ooh, give me your gifts. Um, back the in coach, the work. Right, back in the workroom. Um, Roxy Roxy's is going crying. Through it. Yeah, Roxy's yeah. crying. They told her her thing didn't work. Nothing worked. Um, and she's got to rewrite her whole thing. Um, yeah. Which may be the reason she was relying on on the notes so heavily the next day in the performance. But um, we'll get to the next day when we get to the next day. So the next day, um, Coco... (laughs) Wait, can you break down writing a roast joke? Yeah. Because you both do it very well. Yeah, you figure... I don't have a specific formula, but I try to think of the person, and then Mm -hmm. I try to think of the most, like, general thing about them, and then I try to go in the different direction, and something funnier, more minute, that'll, like, make, like, maybe 20 people guffaw instead of, like, 100 people titter. Because, like, the... I'd rather have a really funny, mm. weird joke that makes a lot of people really laugh than, like, a general one that, like, everybody's going to be, like, you know, making a fat joke about Ginger. But, like, if you make a joke about, like, her back hair, that's different, you know, because yeah. less people do that. So I, I try to do that, and then I try to, like, twist it to make it, like, funny, and then the last two or three words is where the joke usually lives for me. Yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, it is, like, a structure. It's like a, It's, like, algebra, kind of. It's, like... You have to say the words in the proper way so that the funny part mm-hmm. hits toward the end because you don't want to give away the funny part as part of the like setup, like explanation. Yeah. I think Leslie Jordan says it right that music that comedy is music and you either hear it or you don't. Yeah, and he's very he's I I would have liked him in this session too, but like you know, yeah. Um, what do you what do you think about Coco Reed and Jinx? Because for this, it's like I read girls that I'm comfortable with, not like new bitches I just met. And this for Jinx and Coco, they're not friend friends. They're like co-workers no. who are friendly. But like for Coco to just start in on Jinx, 
And then for Alyssa to be like, oh, 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 let me get it. Let me co-sign on this with Miss Coco. Like, Alyssa jumps to for the chance to, like, you know, be the henchman for this yeah. a little and I bit. Think, I think it's starting to become apparent that Jinx is not going anywhere. She is a deep contender in this competition. And I think the other girls were starting to feel threatened. And so we start to see this growing like narrative of like, Oh, Jinx is conniving. She's pretending like she's not good, but she's actually really good. And she's sneaky and she's like sneaking around and like, and which I don't, I don't, I know Jinx really well. And I don't think that she has that duplicitousness in her nature. I think she's very vulnerable and she was going through this just like everybody else. Um, but, I will say that the older girls are attacking all the younger girls. First, it was Serena, who deserved yeah. it. Then it was Jade. And then yeah. it was Jinx. It's like these older girls do feel threatened by these young girls. Some of them rightly so, I think. so. Yeah, and Jinx was definitely a threat. But we're we're starting to get this, like... Uh, this... Threat to herself with that nose contour. Well, but regarding Jinx's makeup, her makeup in from this episode Better. on... Is stunning. So she looked at herself on the monitor for Can I Get an Amen? And she said, ooh. And she went to, and like her makeup was stunning on this episode and the next episode. So like she's, uh, she took the note and she's, uh, she's getting herself together. Speaking of stunning, Rue on the runway. Can we Mm -hmm. talk about that now? Because yeah. she is, she's, she basically, she does this every season. She sees one girl's outfit and then she says, do that for the promo, but a little different and a little better. Uh-huh. Um, she did it to Raja for season, she for saw Raja in season three. Space and then woman Took outfit. it for season four promo. In mm-hmm. season four, she saw a snake dress, one-shouldered on Sharon. Definitely inspired the season five look here. In season six... <laughs> She saw Courtney in a holographic August Getty dress. Season seven, uh-huh. she wore it on the finale. I feel yeah. like. Like, it happens. Yeah? And what a, it does. What, a, what a compliment. Because, like, but I don't like that one strap that RuPaul has holding up the other side of it. And I know you I have like to, it. to, like, cover up the titty. I like Yeah, but that. I've seen what you wear this season. I don't think you have a, a leg to stand on for this one right now. <laughs> darling like now you got it together but i'm not gonna i don't think i don't think we need your opinion on this part we can go to the next part where you're a contestant the point is rupaul looks amazing she Um, does uh, the hair is just that swept back all the way it's very snake the whole thing is i mean the the hair is is reminiscent of a cobra's hood Mm -hmm. right yeah, I like it. Uh, sure. We get a great judging panel. We have, of course, Michelle and Santino with his no drag knowledge having asked. Um, but also <laughs> Leslie Jordan and Jeffrey pass around party bottom Moran, the czar, the image czar of absolute. Absolute Jeff- outrageous. Jeffrey Pap Moron. So the dolls are coming in for this roast. And uh, who do we have at the top? But Alaska Thunderfuck herself. You you open the show. Um, did they give you a time limit or did you just go and figure it out? Did they say keep it a loose four, tight two? I, no I thumbs? Can't rem- uh, there was definitely like a time frame, uh, but there was no like timer for us. But speaking of timers, we have to go on break. So why don't we get into it when we come <laughs> oh, right back? See, I only saw the zeros. <laughs> Oh, 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 
Great smile, the girls went wild with <laughs> We are the muses. And they make you stand up there? Yeah, girl. Well, they had a standing while the re- while the divas <laughs> walked into the center to do their set. Standing? Well, I think it makes sense because then you could like point out who the jokes are about for the people because otherwise they don't know because like this o- the stool. audience give us a stool, Dana. Come on. We can stay on the stage like that. I don't have a problem with but standing, the standing was weird. Yeah, it felt like you sh- y'all should have been seated off the side or sitting. It's but wacko. Was the audience made up of an actual audience or was it crew members? I saw Theron. Um, Theron I got think a it's a little, of, a little of both. I We also had a, a really great close-up of Chanel in there. Um, Perillo? Yeah. Or Sh- oh, cool. Yeah, so I think it's like they get There's- the crew and they get their, you know, and I think a few close friends. I, I hardly think it was like they do now where it's like a casting call for like extra extras kind of thing. I don't mm-hmm. think it was that. I think it was just people who worked on the show. Um, Alaska opens the show. She is great and funny. That's what the notes say. So thank you. I thought <laughs> did, so too. Did they show most of your set? No, they cut so much out. And I, you know, I was in the safe zone this week, so they really weren't going to show a lot. But I think, again, there might be some extended jokes out there. Some little jokes here and there. Um, there might Roxy. be <laughs> There might be some more out there. Miss, Miss Roxy, uh, they, they, I feel like they're merciful in not showing a lot, but what they do show um, is, is not comedy. Um, and it's unfortunate because I love her and stuff. So how much of her did they actually show? She did not like my introduction where I, where I say Roxy with three X's, just like her dress size. She was like, Oh, did she tell you that? No, but you could just tell she was like, Oh, and thank you. You weird, sad, gross, less talented version of your husband. (laughs) Um, anyway, like, Hate it, bitch. Whoa! I mean, again, not untrue, but also just unfortunately not funny. It is untrue. He's not your husband. <laughs> we were never legally married, darling. Um, Coco came out and does this character, and it's wonderful. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, uh, she's a natural. Yeah, she's an entertainer. This is what she does. So funny. The jokes were were so fucking hilarious. I mean, the the gay. I've never seen RuPaul's Pee-wee face Herman. move that much. Right, the gay Pee-wee Herman, the the um the fucking Katrina, the Hurricane Katrina joke, which which, and I don't know. We can discuss whether roasts are a thing of the past at this point, but in, in roasts traditionally, this is a place where you really can talk about some dark shit that you don't talk about anywhere else. You can say the meanest shit and you can talk about things like Hurricane Katrina in a in a in a joke and it, you know, and then you move on to the next thing. And Coco nails it. She knocks it out of the park. Um Jinx also does a really really great job. Um again, she's an natural when it comes to this type of format. Ivy's roast feels more like a braise, a slow right. braise. Um, yeah. Delicious, but not like not exactly what you ordered. If you're going for like, 
you know, the Wellington or something. Um, it wasn't it, cooked yeah. through. It was just no. blowtorched Blue. to give it a yeah. little um, a little texture. I have a question um, about Miss Alyssa Edwards, and maybe you can answer. Oh was the feedback in the mic, was that there, and was she doing it, or did they add that in post? Because it seemed very loud for that actually to be happening. I don't think the feedback was happening, but we do talk about it in Untucked, and we're, I think they just turned off the mic because she was getting too close to it, and it was becoming an issue. She's really eating that fucking microphone. She's and- bent down like a hunchback. <laughs> talking into the mic like it's um, a drive through window with one speaker and a clown mouth. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it, it, and it wasn't good. The jokes didn't really land and didn't really go anywhere. And, well, um, yeah. it, it didn't really, uh, and she also just couldn't speak into the microphone, which was unfortunate. <laughs> detox De- detox. Says too much. But, and I, I understand that and all, but like, really, you're going to be offended by fuck when this bitch is, but yet you applauded this bitch for having her ass crack out the week before. Like, pick your battles. Detox was hilarious. She has the best joke, in my opinion, because it's, it's, I mean, yeah. Katrina's hard to joke about, but so are some, the best joke that they showed, I think, Michelle and RuPaul enjoying together the thing about the showgirls, much like yeah. Naomi Malone, you rely on the talents of your black friend. Like, it yeah. makes you think, because everybody loves showgirls, uh-huh. and then you realize Michelle only has a job because of RuPaul having a show right now. Yes. So, and I'm not saying anything bad about Michelle, but it's just funny, because that's where your mind goes, and then you're like... Oh, yeah. it's like a double joke at the expense of one person, yet the other person laughs because it's about the... Yeah. It, it's my favorite. I like it. Yeah, Detox... But you were really funny. Detox is hilarious. And the thing is, like... And only if you really, like, know Michelle Visage very well is you know that she and RuPaul bond over the movie show, Girls. It's, like, one of their favorite things. They reference it constantly on the show. But that's, like... The best roast things come from people you know really well. And so they can really, something so specific like this can really be Mm -hmm. the most, the biggest payoff. And we definitely saw that. And just the fact that RuPaul entrusted us to do a roast was very, it was very like mutually so respectful. Like, because RuPaul was like, I'm going to literally give you license to read me the house down. You queens, go for it. And that was really, really fierce. And this was a really fucking fun It's something that actually happens in our community. And it's a working, like, it's it's something that would pertain to our careers, too. It's not like some, like, bullshit, jump jump in a water tank and set you on fire. Right. As far as the looks, this was, no, the the look was just us walking out to the podium and standing there. There wasn't a separate runway walk. Um, but mm-hmm. I liked my look. It was a simple, a simple black dress. Michelle likes it. She says that it's good to see a new look from you on the runway. I guess this is the first time you no, showed your she knees wants or something. To, she wants to see a new look. She's saying that she's getting bored with the same fucking silhouette every fucking time. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. Anyway, um. Ivy looks great as well. She's in the green sequins. Um. Uh. And Michelle compares her to a cardboard cutout. Wow. Fuck. Is that bad or good? 
<laughs> I think it's I don't a, even know. In this sense, it's bad. Oh. Jinx uh, gets props from Michelle for her look, and she was funny and great. Um, yeah, Jinx is starting that, to pull the look together. It's weird. It, was this when RuPaul started talking or stopped talking much? Because all these things are from Santino or Michelle or the other judges. Ru hasn't said much this episode oh, yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. RuPaul likes to... She she can say more with just a simple look or a... Hmm. Than she does by giving her own. She doesn't really give her own critiques at all. You're absolutely right. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think she gets paid by the word anyway, so she's probably <laughs> good on that. She ain't trying to. She ain't trying to enunciate for everybody's nickels. Um, detox was detox. What do you? What are you holding that up for? Well, because they don't walk the runway, so I'm trying to give you a visual. I know reference. what detox looks like. She was okay. wearing my goddamn belt. That seafoam belt was mine. Wow. And she still wears it and every time. I'm like, girl, that career was made on that belt. That belt is it's everything. True. And it did not look good on me because my, I couldn't get it in a tight enough hole to make my waist look smaller. Mm. Does that make sense? So I gave it to her. She looks great in it. She it's does. cute for her. <laughs> uh, and this velvet burnout you. suit. Yeah. yeah. It's she very looks, you. Very you, honey. She's um, very gorge. <laughs> um, Alyssa, they say she was gorgeous. But unfortunately, she tried too hard. It was boring. It was humiliating. It was uncomfortable to watch. Michelle thought the dress was a prom dress. And Leslie says, but she's beautiful. I don't care. I'm sure, like, Leslie has seen her out and about in in Dallas somewhere. You know, that's where he's he's a Texas boy. He can recognize a Texas queen. Yeah. Um, The judges thought that... Coco's performance and look were amazing, and it was a great idea. Give it a character. That's what Coco does. Was her look a reference to something? I I know the hair was very Rihanna of that kind of time period, but Rihanna I feel like wore a wig like that in SNM for a second, but it had fruit in it, and it was like David LaChapelle. Okay, but I don't know what it was referencing. It, Rihanna did do a gold kind of look like this, maybe, but like um. Santino's comment about like her root showing adding to the humor of the character it's like I don't understand how roots think that are like what are you trying to say Santino and the roots were barely showing yeah it's like but, a, a you know, shadow root she looked hide, really the... stunning uh and the characterization was hilarious and she really fucking crushed it and she looked great. It wasn't one of those, you know, sometimes they tell the girls, do a comedic look. And then they like, you know, wear a fat suit. And yeah. they're like, now I'm funny. But she was like, she was like a heightened character, but it, it, she was still like really pretty and gorgeous. Um, Roxy, Speaking they say. gorgeous. Right. They say Roxy's pace was slow. The jokes weren't funny. And her hair needed to be bigger for her high Yeah, San- Santino, said. Santino said that. So apparently now he does hair too. Um, it, there's <laughs> one thing. If he wants, if he wants to talk about a dress, go ahead. But like Roxy looked fine. Like leave yeah, her alone. She but you know what? This is this was his job, and you know what? He signed up for it, so we're allowed to give it. Uh, the safe girls are Alaska Jinx, Detox, and Ivy. So y'all mm-hmm. go and get a drink. We do. Blessed and the winner. Be. Is Coco Montrese. Yes, God. She wins a custom gown from Sequin Queen. Uh, Sequinqueen.com. 
And then we are gifted with this lip sync of lip syncs. It's the mm-hmm. Alyssa versus Roxy Whip My Hair Back and Forth by Willow Smith. And we get, this is such a moment when Roxy takes off her hair and reveals a long, straight human hair underneath that. It's the first we, wig reveal on the show, correct? Intentional wig reveal. Um. Uh, yes, I I believe so because in the past it had always been I'm just gonna rip my wig off and just give it all I've got, and then that went out of fashion and it started to be like the kiss of death. If you took your wig off, you were gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So this is like an inversion of that, and she takes her wig off and reveals this human hair that's just perfect for whipping back and forth. She crushes this lip sync. I have a question. Did the did the wig reveal happen where they showed it happening in the song? Because it seemed to happen in a weird spot, like the second line in or something. And they don't show the whole song. And there's like a jump cut. So I feel like that wig reveal would have happened the first time after or like during the, the build up to the chorus. And where they put it, it's weird and choppy. I'm not sure. I don't remember where it happened, but I think it was up toward the top of the song. It was like toward the beginning. And I remember we were, you know, we were all backstage and usually there isn't, I think it was during lunch because we had received our critiques and Roxy knew she was in trouble and Mm -hmm. Roxy went over and she got that fucking long hair and, and put it on underneath. And then she secured the wig she was wearing with two bobby pins on either side of her face so that she could easily take it off. I remember her like getting it ready, but before you lip sync, there is not a designated time where you get to like change your clothes or judge this or that. So she, she pulled a stunt by doing that. And it was, it really, really paid off. Um, Thank God. It's a great lip sync. Bye. We're going to take a break. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're on a break now. So I was talking his dick. came from Seattle with a dress and a dream. The sleeper fan favorite and champion of season five, Jinx Jinx Monsoon. Here to take us on a journey with her opinions, memories, and thoughts on season five, let's find out what Jinx Jinx thinks. Tell us, Jinx, tell us about the narcolepsy. (laughs) We'll be right back after this nap. <laughs> How um, did you feel about the editing around it and your whole uh, your whole journey with that going in there? Well, I mean, I feel lots of ways about it. I don't know if you know this, but I often have lots of feelings. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's the here's the bottom line: everything you see on reality TV is both real. And stylized at the same time. Like everything, everything is, (laughs) everything is both real and what you say it is. And also this like um, hyper uh, stylized, hyper fantasized version of it. Yeah. So do I have narcolepsy? Yes. Did I fall asleep during the recording and during stressful moments? Yes. Is every time I'm asleep on camera every time I seem to be sleeping on camera like 
authentic and how it actually happened. No, there are plenty of tricks of editing, but that doesn't mean that there weren't also authentic narcoleptic moments. Okay, so narcolepsy isn't the way they depict it in movies and TV shows. There are certain people who do fall asleep like in a moment. Um, They are the smallest portion of the narcoleptic population. And the vast majority of people have symptoms that are controllable. They're like, they interfere with your life, but they don't, you know, they don't happen the way you see it in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. So (laughs) there are moments where it's like, I would be in my confessional. They'd tell me they were changing the battery and I would kind of relax and then I'd fall asleep and then they've changed the battery and they've started filming again. So they're just filming me asleep and then they wake me up and then they can edit it together to make it look like I fell asleep in the middle of a sentence. So so is it real? Yes. Is it um, is it also a little played for the camera? Absolutely. That's just reality TV. It's true for anything anyone talks about on reality TV. If you talk about being sober we have to see a relapse or we don't believe you. <laughs> well, I'm here to deliver. Uh, <laughs> authentic narcoleptic. Oh, monsoon. I mean, the other way you show you're sober is this is my favorite. I, like, I don't even know if Max was sober, but when Max was on her season, every time they walked in for Untucked, she would go, ooh, this is my drink. It's water. <laughs> my God. Wow. <laughs> that's that's how you do it on reality TV. I just talk about talk about double saves, talk about Lisa Edwards. <laughs> I just talk about talk about talk about dragon thing. Talking about wearing wigs under wigs. <laughs> I don't know much about clothes. Um, Love my wigs by Marco. Right. Um. We what get, do you think okay. about this double save? Um, I, I don't wasn't know where there, to so, start. Um, the beginnings of very good space to start. Well, because okay, so Roxy has a breakdown after after the lip sync, but before the but determination before she's that they're she's both saying. Okay, so let's discuss Roxy's breakdown first. Roxy okay. reveals. And she talked about this a little bit in Untucked, um, but I think this was, like, the beginnings of, like, she reveals that she never really cried this out. Like, she says that she never cried about being left at a bus stop when she was three years old with her sister by her mother, which is, like, an extremely traumatic, like, thing to happen to you at a really early age. And she and never... bottled it up for all those years. yeah. And this was her, like, really going through processing this. This wasn't, uh, I never got the sense that this was like, oh, I'm gonna throw in some story, uh, you know, for the sake of the show. This, some I think, girls do that. Uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, tears, tears that you ordered from China. Um, uh, <laughs> is that who you were referring to yourself? No, I wasn't. But if if you think Uh-oh. that was fake, I'm leaving the meeting. <laughs> Girl, I'm an Emmy Award nominated actor and makeup artiste. That's why I'm saying it wasn't you just, I think you took the no. Well, now, back then I sucked. No, that was real crying. I swear. But some other girls definitely do squeeze in some story right when they're getting eliminated. But right. I was crying for real. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm deeply and, offended. Well, 
Well, Roxy was definitely really <laughs> also going crying through this for real. and yeah. really processing this, and it was really, really hard to watch because she had she had been such a close friend. Um, but so that happened, and then RuPaul has a moment of vulnerability and says, "You know." We as gay people, we get to choose our family. We get to choose who we're around. And I am your family. We are your family here. And I love you. And it was a very emotional day and a very emotional moment. Um, and yeah, then they, there's a historic double save. Yeah. I. <laughs> this This is definitely historic. Is it the first time? She sent two girls home early, so you all must have been predicting at some point it might be a double save too, right? Because that's See, how TV it made works. sense after it happened. But I was, you know, I was not savvy enough to think, oh yeah, that kind of it kind of would make sense because there's a certain amount of episodes that have to be filled, and there's a certain amount of queens. Yeah. So, it does make sense. I was not savvy enough to think of that. We were all really, really shocked, especially since we didn't. Think that Alyssa won the lip sync. We thought Roxy won the lip sync. <laughs> That's the tea I've heard from um, other season five girls, but I choose not to talk about it anymore because I wasn't there, and I don't want to look like I'm just shit talking Alyssa for fun. It's also for work. I'll shit talk for work. Um, but I'm yeah, not shit talking Alyssa. I no, think no, 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 no. I wasn't accusing you of doing it. You were in the room. This is not shit talking. This is your opinion on a matter where you were there. I, based on a, as a viewer in not in the room, which is totally different, I did also did not think Alyssa should have been saved in this instance, mostly because a lot of the time that the camera showed her, her face was upstage. It was her getting the hat off. It wasn't as, it wasn't how Roxy was like solid in her hair whipping and it was like, controlled and she didn't look like she was hurting herself Alyssa looked yeah. a little erratic and it wasn't as if if both girls were doing the number and I had one dollar Roxy would have gotten the dollar I'm not saying Alyssa was doing poorly but I'm saying Roxy did better in my opinion as a viewer Alyssa's performance was great yeah but it, it was more like when when a song comes on that you like and you're in drag so you go up and do an impromptu performance mm -hmm. Roxy's was the curtain opens uh, this is my song that I've submitted and I'm doing it and I'm doing a complete performance with a beginning a middle and an end yeah so like both are entertaining to watch Alyssa okay aside from the fact that her shoe broke off and was hanging on by a strap at the end th well, she was that on the floor most of the time anyway so that's fine Right. Even that aside, Alyssa didn't fucking know the words to this song left, right, or sideways. And she was doing the penetration, which it has so it has That's since why been she was called. facing upstage that time, huh? She she was always orientating herself upstage because she knew she didn't know the words. So we watching at the back, we were like, Oh, this is Alyssa's stepping off point. Which but then you don't get the payoff of the Alyssa versus Coco. So it ultimately, I'm glad that Alyssa stayed around. Me too, for sure. I was not happy at the time because I wanted it to be the top six, but it was the top seven still. But So none of us were really happy about that at the time. But ultimately, for the purposes of the show, it was the right thing to do. And it was a very touching roller coaster of a day and a really great episode.
And and a lesson to everybody, do not wear synthetic hair if you're trying to whip your hair. Human hair moves better. Human hair moves better in wind as well. It's, yeah, but mm-hmm. you always want to go that way. But if you're doing the song and you can't get a full human unit, you can get a bag, a bundle, or whatever, mm-hmm. sew it into a synthetic wig and be Gucci, and then that'll have the movement at the ends, but the structure at the top. Um, I did not get a chance Will to watch Un- <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch Untucked this week because I had to cram some other stuff uh, in me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, what was your favorite moment from Untucked this week? Let's see. I just I just watched this. Okay, so Alyssa. Okay, Coco's like Alyssa. How dare you bring up <laughs> me being a runner up? in a roast and and all of us are like wait a second it's a roast everything is on the table you can't say this and this is off limits but and so ultimately the girls decide okay we're gonna lay this drama to rest once and for all we're going to lay it to rest um, so we all clink glasses and say, okay, we're never going to talk about it again. <laughs> we're never going to talk about the Coco to Lissa drama again. And right after that lovely alcoholic toast, Jinx reveals her issue with her mom's alcoholism. Um, oh, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Ro- Roxy tells the, the full story about her grandma taking her in and mm-hmm. her losing her mom at three and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Roxy, Coco and Alyssa all agree that Jinx is playing the radio. Can you tell everybody what playing the radio means? Because I I, I want to see if it. On but the radio. <laughs> That's an early I would like to, song, isn't it? to know if this means the same thing in your head as it means to me. I don't. I don't know what that means. Um, I I think it. I think it means she's being insincere or not. You know, not being as she seems is the the usage of it. I don't. I don't know. But Alyssa also says it on a different episode. She says, RuPaul is not playing the radio. So I don't know what not this playing saying around. means. Right. So so maybe it's playing around. What do you think it means? I, I, I don't know. I don't In know. my head, it would go back to something like when they asked Marilyn Monroe, like, what she had on when she posed naked. I think she said the radio or, like, Chanel number no. 5, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it's the radio, I, I don't really... To me, it just meant she is not... Jinx is playing the radio like she's just telling people like things they want to hear like the radio easy listening <laughs> easy listening yeah like it may not be true it may not be anything groundbreaking but right. Roxy does say something that is pointed she says well if the challenge was to look beautiful Jinx would be in the bottom too <laughs> which we love Roxy but, for we love Roxy being true. able to switch from um being able to switch from uh you know the the underdog in tears to mm, ugly. <laughs> but this is why the show is Drag. exciting is yeah. because some some episodes are going to be really favored towards some girls and some episodes are going to be really hard for some girls. That's why the show is exciting. So, yeah, I mean, and we see that Jinx does end up in the bottom later in the season for an episode that's all based on looks. Point blank, period. So Roxy and, is right. You know, we as gay people, we get to choose our bottoms. <laughs> we choose the bottoms that we're around. You know what I'm saying? I am your bottom. We are a bottom here. I bottom you. <laughs> I bottom you. And uh, also, uh, we get to look at pictures of ourselves as babies, and we have to choose who's who, uh, which is fun. That's always a fun little little game to play. 
Yeah. To see um, what we look like before all the silicone. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser Classic <laughs> this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And take a moment to leave us a rating as well. Five stars. <laughs> you can follow the dolls at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000 And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Plus, bonus content is now available at patreon.com slash Willem. Willem. It's pay to play, so just choose a video you like. There's plenty to choose from. Leave the coins on the dresser and hit the door. And you can search for Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Race Chaser. And you can email us racechaserpodcast at gmail.com if you have anything pertinent or perky tits. Yes, and we're in the home stretch of 2020, and we want to put together a best of 2020 from the podcast. So if you have any favorite moments from the shows this year, email us. Just send the episode title and the time code of any of the Wednesday or Friday episodes. And uh, we already have our favorites, uh, but we want to hear from you if there's anything, uh, if there's anything you really want to hear in a roundup of the best of 2020. We ask you to wear a mask and wash your hands and socially distance yourself and respect each other out in the world. Fuck yes, Donald Trump. That's right. And just because Biden won this election does not mean our social justice and political work is done. After the race, that's where the real work starts, okay? So this is just one step in a lifelong journey to make our world and our country a better place. So we thank you to everyone who voted. And if for some reason you didn't vote, there are runoff elections, there are midterm elections, primaries, and more, and you can always register to vote. And... She is not playing the radio. <laughs> Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.